Yeah, we'll get season. We'll get back on track. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mike, could you could you give me your assessment right now with, with just a few days ago and one preseason game on a couple of guys, Ventral and uh, Jordan Smith, where you think they're fitting in right now? Uh, both the guys are, you know, still competing. Um, Jordan, he's been here, uh, got injured last year. Now you're starting to see he may play in the preseason game. Uh, out there on the field, he's working and he has talent, something that we can use, and he's another pass rusher. So, you know, it's always good to have multiple pass rushers. And Ventrell, he's a young guy we brought in here. He's been slowed by a few injuries, but he's a guy that you saw flashes in the quasi scrimmage we had, the live period, came through, made a nice tackle, and then the last two games he's picked up a sack. So he has the knack to make big plays, and that's something we're looking for. What kind of player is Jeremiah Ledbetter? He, you've been with him for a while. He was with you in Tampa. Yes. So what kind of guy is he? He's a guy that really he's like a pocket knife. He can do a little bit of everything. Whatever you need him to do, he can play the nose, he can play a three, he can play a five. He has pass rush ability inside. So he's a guy that has a variety of different talents, and now they're starting to he's starting to master his talent, and it's starting to show. He uh, had a great game for us the other night. He's had a solid camp, and – He's someone that's uh, right now we need uh, to continue to improve and just get better. With the injuries, do you think that opens the door for him to kind of show what he can do? I think so. Uh, he's a guy that he's played in this league. He understands how to play in this league, and he's been productive. And right now, you know, he played for us in the season last year. He was able to do some good things late in the season, and hopefully that will continue. Mike, you've gotten some uh, pressure and, the, and a force of turnovers first two weeks, and it's different. Position, I mean, not uh, different uh, starters, uh, depth, and whatnot playing. Do you like where you're at defensively right now? Two games. Up? Yeah, we're we're work in progress. You know, we're out there. Um, we did some good things in the preseason. Done a couple of good things uh, out there on the field against our offense. It's just uh, day by day we come in here and try to get better. We focus on certain things, and sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. Turnovers and tackling has been one thing we've really harped on, and that's starting to show up a little bit. So hopefully that continues. But you know, it's early and they come in bunches. We just have to continue to work on it, continue to talk about it, and you know, once the season comes, uh, hopefully they'll continue to come. Let's talk some about the depth overall. But do you like your depth now better than a year ago on defense? Up front, I think uh, we're strong up front. We've had a few guys get nicked up, so you know that hurts our depth. But overall, I think um, we're close. We're close to being where we need to be. And it's like training camp. You always have guys get nicked up. You always have guys go through a, a few things. But we're just working, worrying about working every day to get better. And as a unit, as each position group, just trying to hone our skills so we're ready to go when the season kicks off. Has Trey Herndon done enough? Done enough for? To, for him to be the starter when the season comes around. Right now, I like where Trey's at. Um, he's playing, playing well. Uh, he didn't get to play in this past game because Trey is uh, considered a starter for us right now. But he's in a good position. He makes plays out on the field. And again, he's that veteran presence that steadies the secondary. Now, Greg Jr. Greg Jr.'s had a heck of a camp. He's been making plays all over the field. And that battle will continue. You talk about the uh, the injury to to Ventrell and how he's sort of battling back from various things. How difficult does it make it for you guys to evaluate 
what he can do and, and how, how difficult is it for him to even be a contributor necessarily in the regular season when you haven't really been able to get him all this time during training camp? Really, it's uh, first and foremost, we want him to be right, right? And it's frustrating when you're not. And we talk, I try to talk to him and, you know, you have to be right before you can go out there. And he's doing a good job of pushing through whatever he has and he's out there on the field and you can see the, the talent and you can see the playmaking ability start to come, but we do need to see more of it. What changed in your mind the last six, seven weeks of last season where these impactful takeaways just kind of kept happening in, in like four or five games? I think uh, we always say that's, you know, that's how we play the game. We want to stop the run, pressure the quarterback, and take the ball away. And toward the end of the season, it started happening. You know, it was, we talked about it from day one, and we wanted it to happen. But toward the end of the season, I think the guys played faster, and they were able to affect the quarterback. And when you're able to do that, good things happen for defenses. As a, as a defensive coordinator, if, if I was to say to you, a 15, a ranking of 15 and a ranking of five, and you have to attach them either to the yards you've allowed over the course of a year or the takeaways you get. Which category would you put the 15 and five if, if you were forced to do that? Which one would you prefer to have the five at? Probably the takeaways, because takeaways are, it gives our offense another opportunity to go out there and it puts their offense on the sideline. So the defense is off the field. Anytime you can take the ball away and give it back to our offense, that's good for us. And that's what we strive to do. How valuable was last week joint practices just as kind of a benchmark to see what the defense is at? I think it was good. It was great work because we got a chance to see a different offense, see different players. And I think we responded well. We went up there, got our work in and you know, played decent in the game. And now we're back working with each other. So now we'll get a chance to go out there today and bang each other around, then get ready to go play Miami. What have you kind of seen from Yassir just since the preseason started? Just, uh, again, you see you see the flashes. He had the sack uh, early on. Then last week he had pressures. It's just him getting comfortable with the NFL game. It's a little bit different. He's going against different tackles. and. You know, we've thrown him in there where he's able to go against uh, first string tackles and that's good for him. Get in there and play against the best because, you know, you line up on Sunday, you're going to be playing against the best. Do you have most of your defensive roster spots pretty settled at this point? Or are there just two or three guys that are really fighting for a couple spots? Well, really, uh, coaching staff wise, we really, we talk about it, but we have, really haven't talked about it yet. So those decisions are coming next week and the players make those decisions. That's I firmly believe that. They go out there and they play. Now we'll grade every play throughout camp. And you know, when you're making plays and you're doing what you're supposed to do, that makes the decision uh, easy for a coach. How many times in, in your career have you had a guy change your mind in that last preseason game, what they did in that last preseason game, about whether they were going to make the roster or not, or if they weren't and they didn't? Is that it, rare? It's, it's funny because, like, you would think the most of the roster is set, but it's really not. There's a lot of, you know, different ways you can construct a roster. I've had a guy that uh, played in a fourth preseason game, played all four quarters, ended up having 19 sacks and starting. So there's ways to construct a roster, but it's you know, it's never done until it's done. 
With training camp almost over, Deshaun Dixon made the position switch. How have you thought that he's handled this? Do you like what you've seen from him at his new spot? I, I think he's he handled it the right way. He added a little bit of weight, but you can see he's getting comfortable inside now. He's that guy that has a chance to be a impactful inside rusher. And again, he's just still competing and still working, trying to get better and make sure he's on the roster. How tough is it for you as a defensive uh, coordinator? You, you have a player maybe that you like a lot on defense. They're doing okay, they're doing well, but then on special teams, they might not be as good, so maybe they don't make the roster for that reason. How, how difficult is it for you to advocate for a player like, like that you know, in, in your room? It's really not hard for me because if you look at my career, I was a special teams captain for the majority of the time. So from day one, I tell my guys that if you're not one of those 11 that run out there on the first play, you better be able to contribute on special teams. And that's the message around here. Like, if, if you're not one of those starting 11 and you can't contribute on special teams, it's going to be hard for you. So that's, that's the message they get. So, you know, they take it, they understand it. So special teams is a big part. Mike, it's really hard. It's really hard these days for, for a player to get, you know, four, five, six interceptions over the course of a whole year because so much is predicated on how often the quarterback throws in his area, all things like that. You see Tyson Campbell, if he's <coughs> tested often enough as somebody who can, who can reach those kind of gaudy stats of five-plus interceptions in a season. I think if, uh, if he catches all the ones that he has, puts, has his hands on, he has a chance. Uh, it all goes together. The front has to pressure the quarterback enough to speed him up and make him make a bad decision or overthrow. And then when you get your opportunity, you have to come down with them. And Tyson's going to be in good position. So, you know, teams might shy away from him, but there'll be opportunities for him to put his hands on the ball. He just has to catch them. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.